Well, hey there. This is Jim and Reagan. I was just thinking. So we are now one month away from the end of August. Crazy thought, huh? Crazy thought. It just seemed like yesterday we were going into the month of August and now we're a week away from saying September. Crazy, crazy stuff. Anyway, getting lovely weather for the end of September. Or excuse me, August. I'm already thinking about September. Yay. Thanks. And as I look at the deciduous trees, that's the trees with leaves, for those of you playing in Solvay, you can just start to see the, uh, the beginnings of the late summer fade. If you have deciduous trees in your area, you might know what I'm talking about. The, the deep, dark green begins to fade into kind of a lighter, muted shade of green. It's still very green, but it's lighter than it was, say, like in July. Of course, that'll progress until everything changes color. And then we have the beautiful fall colors. And all the leaves fall off again until, well, around here, late March, early April, before we start seeing the leaves coming back. But, yep. The whole cycle of life is cycling. So, hopefully we'll have a quieter walk than yesterday. I tried to record one yesterday, but unfortunately, every so often, we have a dog owner out here who has less brains than their dog. You know those people. As the dog is snarling and foaming and trying to bite, are going, oh, he just wants to play. It's no big deal. So, we had one of those yesterday. So, hopefully they will keep their little yappy dog inside today, because Ray's a big dog, and Ray needs a big dog walk. So, and fortunately or unfortunately, that has to go by their house, so. We'll see what we will see. But, listen to the sound of the cicada. Haven't had a lot of cicada this year. I mean, that's a common summertime sound, but I haven't had a lot of them this year, but our weather has been kind of all over the board here, you know, up and down and so forth. So we're going to go up again today and tomorrow. We're going to be near 90, which is fine with me. 
And then uh, I think I think early next week we're going to go over 90. I think we might get, I don't know, 93 or something like that. And then it looks like for Labour Day, which of course is the Canadian spelling, always looks like Labour in that labor, but that's that British, we have to throw a U in, but... <clears throat> But for Labor Day weekend, it looks like we actually might be struggling to get out of the 70s. So, we'll see. And a week after that is bird in hand. And so, maybe that's the kind of weather we'll get for bird in hand. That would be nice, too. 50s and 70s. It's probably the perfect weather for a 13-mile run. But we'll see what we'll see. Long as it's dry, right? Long as it's dry, we can we can make do with whatever. So, so what's new? So, you know, training is going well, and I mentioned that here just because I've been dealing with so many injuries and illnesses this year that that hasn't been a given. So, I'm actually going to go and get my run, and after I finish this dog walk before I hop into a, a half day's worth of meetings today. Thankfully, have a bit of a bit of a lull at work before the uh, month of September shows up. And uh, it does normally correlate with people taking vacations and stuff like that at the end of summer, so we tend to hire fewer people this time of year. There's fewer people to train. So fewer classes that need to happen, but that will change dramatically right after Labor Day. Everyone's looking for a job after Labor Day. So, there it is. Cable guy starting his, his van. What else we got going on? Well, I guess we'll finish the bird in hand thought. Wait for the cable guy to pull out. Once he's pulling out of this driveway. <clears throat> One of the few people around here that still uses an, a straight up van for work. Here's you see like the fancier like the sprinter vans or the uh, you know some such vehicle like that. But no, this is a straight up like Dodge or Ford cargo van. Much like you would have seen, all you need to do is just pop a little bubbled porthole on one side and give it some funky 70s styling and it is it would be a 70s love van so there so but uh, back to bird in hand yeah so um, looking forward to obviously everybody showing up and hanging out I am officially signed up for the pasta dinner which 
Well, just so I have something to eat before the race, I will not carbo load. Uh, I'll have a little something, but I won't eat that much before a half marathon because that's bad news. You're setting yourself up for a bad day if you fill your stomach full of full of pasta the day before a half or a full. That's carbo loading leads to unloading. And usually it leads to unloading when you don't want it to. So try to keep things light so I won't eat that much. I definitely won't eat my won't eat my $14 worth, but that's gonna be our meetup this year. So and we'll get to see everybody who's doing the 5K because we'll be right there for the 5K, so that'll be nice. Maybe roast a s'more or two. We'll see. We'll see if they have if they have uh, if they have bonfires this year. And we'll also see if they have balloons. Unfortunately, though, our president likes to live in Wilmington. And so what happened last year, we had perfect weather. Perfect weather for balloons. And they wouldn't let the balloons launch because we are within 100 miles of Wilmington. And so they didn't want anything in the air around Wilmington while the president was uh, relaxing at his house. All right. Um, considering that the Philadelphia airport is 30 miles away, I'm not sure how you're going to, uh, how you're going to do that. And I'm not sure if, you know, you have a major airport 30 miles away. Um, I'm not exactly sure why you're so worried about a balloon, but there are a lot of things about this president I'm not very sure about, so. But that's a political conversation we're not going to have, so there you go. Hopefully they'll be a little less, uh, well, hopefully this year they'll let the balloons fly. Because I was sad that people who came last year and who aren't coming this year did not get to see that. Because that's just, that's an amazing sight first thing in the morning. So, there it is. So, I think I will pause for right now and pick it up after the Barky Doghouse. And success. We have safely navigated past the Barky Doghouse. Huzzah. Huzzah. So, what other information is there to, to share with you? Well, we have some new animals at the house now. Yes, animals, plural. So, earlier this summer, I want to say like June, one of our two remaining goats crossed the Rainbow Bridge. And we are now left with one of our original goats. So, we got them about 14 years ago, 15 years ago, so... Um, the one we have is also um, an elderly goat, so it's nearing the end of its uh, its time with us as well. And I thought we were going to start pairing down as animals cross the Rainbow Bridge, but 
after being married for 22 years, I should know better. And uh, two new goats came home two days ago. Good news is that they are pygmy goats, that they are tiny. So if we need to, we can pick them up. And I'm kind of hard to pick up a 140 pound goat if you need to move it somewhere. Uh, especially since it's squirming and kicking and carrying on. What are these? It's like a sack of grain. Much easier to pick up and walk around with. So, But it will do all the things that a goat does, which for us, once we get collars small enough, because the old goat collars we have are too big, um, we'll train them to go out into our back 40 and spend a day nibbling and they can nibble as much of the uh, of the weeds as they wish to because that's what they like they like the stuff people don't they tend not to eat the grass and they eat all the the woody vines and nasty things out there that you don't want growing in your yard they keep it nice and clean. So, in fact, they use goats to clear underbrush because that's exactly what they'll go for. All that stuff that combusts quickly and is responsible for forest fires. So, they love clearing that out. So, that's what we'll do with these two. But for right now, they're, uh, they're new. They're only four months old, so they're still babies. And apparently, they have not been socialized. So they're not real used to people. Quite often, people who raise goats, uh, particularly to sell uh, or for milking, will... Uh, will play with them as soon as they're born so that they're very used to the idea of humans are okay we can come to humans we can play with humans we can let them pet us all that stuff it's not their normal instinct so if you just kind of ignore them and just feed them and walk away they tend to get a little bit more feral and so that's where these two are right now they're a little bit more feral so they need to kind of learn that my wife and I are not planning on putting them on a kebab at some point. So, that's where we're at. But their names are Duncan and Dylan. Because we always give our goats some sort of Irish name. We did the same thing for uh, our female goats. Unfortunately, we gave them very ethnic Celtic names which um, sometimes can be hard to say. So we stopped using them and then went to, uh, to nicknames, but they do have formal names. But, because uh, you have to register them and all that stuff, so. Um, and you gotta give them a, a, a proper name for the vet, so. But these two, no, that's their name, Duncan and Dylan. 
So, and that's going to be Dylan with an I and two L's, not D-Y. Not like, not like Bob. Although, nothing against Mr. Dylan. I do like some of his music, but nope. Duncan and Dylan. So, Duncan is a cinnamon colored. He's called what? Dark mocha or some such thing, but he's cinnamon color. All right, cinnamon colored goat. And Dylan is really a white goat, although it's called, you know, again, light whatever. But, all right. Don't even remember because it's like, neither one of them are that color, you know? It's like mocha or something like that. Neither one of them are mocha color. I think mocha is like a, mocha is like a, a dark brown, like, you know, one of them are, a, are a, any kind of color, dark brown. So. so that's our two newest. So eventually they will be they will be making their way into the pen with our remaining goat named Nibs. That's her phony name. I don't even remember what her, her Gaelic name is anymore. Um, and of course, noodles. They will all move in together. But for now, since the weather is still nice, what we're doing is we're putting them in our tack room. That's where you keep all your equipment for those of you who are not equestrian-like. And, uh, that's where they stay during the day because they're small and the room is not that big, so they're fine. And uh, they have a big window that they can look out of so they can see what's coming or what's not coming. And uh, then when we put the horses out for the evening, because when it's hot in the summer, we put them out in the evening. When it's cool, bring them back into the barn during the heat of the day. Uh, and so... They're going to be coming back in shortly, so. But for the overnight, we're trying to get the two of them used to being in a stall. But the uh, problem with them being small is that uh, they're probably small enough to shimmy their way underneath the door. Because the door was initially put in to keep in a horse, so it had to be set a little bit higher. So it's to catch the horse around the neck, and then uh, the other stall, which we have a horse in now, was actually set lower so that the uh, baby goats, we got them, you know, 14, 15 years ago, couldn't shimmy out underneath. Because, uh, yeah, goats are, goats have a very active brain, and they are always looking for ways to escape. They're kind of like... Uh, Every, every day is a jailbreak for a goat. That's kind of the, the fun and the challenge with goats. Every day is a jailbreak. So, until they get really used to you. And then they're like, hey, you equal food. And we like food. Because goats are very motivated by food. So, you can get a goat to do pretty much anything if they know that there's food at the end. 
So there you go. You have now learned probably more than you wanted to about goats. So there it is. So, um, well, with this being a week away from the end of the month, this is probably going to be it. I have a planned run with my buddy Anthony in two days, so there should be another Run Talk Run coming out, which I believe will be either episode 86 or 87. I don't know. I know we've done 85, but I'm not sure if we've done 86 or 87 yet, so. Somewhere in the 80s. That will come out over the weekend. And uh, I may see if I can't quickly put together another episode of JD's Big Fat Running Journey. So, so I can have one more episode out before the bird in hand extravaganza. So if you're coming for bird in hand and you listen here, uh, plan to be recorded. All right. Uh, I am planning on bringing my recording device to the meetup and the pasta dinner, and I am planning on bringing it, of course, to talk to people after they finish the 5K. Uh, I've decided I'm not doing the 5K this year, um, but I'll be there to cheer people who are. I believe my buddy Steve is doing the 5K, and I think... I think my buddy Scott is doing the 5K again this year. Um, I know my buddy Chris, when he comes, always does the 5K. But unfortunately, Chris can't make it this year. So, more's the pity. But well, we'll do that. And then, of course, there will be the race itself. And we will record things from the race. And then, after that is the... Hopefully, the after-race meet-up, early, early dinner, probably. Late lunch, early dinner. So, we'll see what we'll see. But, all right. Well, that's enough for this. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your week. Stay healthy. And until we speak again, ciao. Who's a good puppy, huh? Who's a good puppy?